0: Or without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everybody and a very warm welcome to episode number 26. So today I want to talk to you about getting back on track. This has come up a lot recently inside of my weight loss programs and it's coming up for ladies who maybe lost weight last year, maybe they took a break over Christmas thinking that they would just maintain their weight for a bit always intending to start losing again and now they're wanting to and they're telling themselves that they can't get back on track. And of course there is no track, there's no doing it right or wrong. This idea of being on or off track is a concept really I think that is left over from diet mentality thinking and it really doesn't serve us. When we're thinking that we're either on or off track with our weight loss efforts we're not focused on the most important part which is understanding, learning and practicing. So today I want to explore what's going on for us when we're thinking we're not on track or that we can't get back on track. And I'm guessing that even if that's not your experience right now, that you know what I'm relating to and it's possible it could come up for you in the future. In fact, this idea of not being able to get back on track is often one of our greatest fears when our weight loss is going well and we are eating what we've planned. It's the fear that it's somehow outside of our control. We don't understand how we're creating the positive results we want to see for ourselves. And so therefore we fear that things will change and we won't be able to just choose how we want to be eating at some point in the future. And so I really want to explore this today to see what is going on here. So in this episode, we're going to explore why we think about how we're eating and our weight loss in this way. Why is it that we feel so out of control as to whether we are being on or off track? The problem with thinking that way and how when we are caught up in thinking about it, do we move forward rather than staying stuck? How do we create more feelings of being in control with our weightless efforts and results? And it's not just about changing the language. So first of all, what do we mean when we talk about being on or off track? So I think that what we mean is that related to our diet mentality, we mean that if we had been following a diet, then we wouldn't be doing it right when we're off track. And that would mean that we wouldn't be eating according to the way that the diet is prescribing or telling us to eat or following a certain plan, whether it be a very prescriptive diet in terms of giving us detailed meal by meal instructions, or whether it's within the boundaries of what you can and can't eat, whether you are calorie counting, macro counting, counting points or counting sins, all of the different things. So in general, when we mean we're eating on track, we're eating in the way that those diets dictate. Now, if you're working with me or you've listened to some of the earlier podcasts, you will know that I help you create your own food framework, which is a guide for how you decide you want to be eating according to your food likes and dislikes, your lifestyle, your life stage, all those things. Your food framework is based on how you would like to be eating for life for the long term and also how you can imagine eating for the next couple of weeks in a way that will take you closer to your weight goal. And once you have your food framework sorted, you're then using that to make a food plan. And so my guess is that if you're thinking you're off track, you're either not creating your food framework, not creating your plan for the week. And this is what I think many of you are finding, that you're not eating according to the plan that you've created for yourself. So I think where this is coming up for lots of you right now is you know what your food framework is, you know how you want to be eating, you're creating a plan, but then you're not what we call sticking to the plan. So it feels like you're eating off track. So it's this third one, as I said, where you have the food framework and you have the plan, but you're not following it. And that's what we're going to focus on today. So being on track would be eating according to that plan and being off track, not eating according to the plan. Now, the reasons you're planning so that you have an opportunity to make decisions about food and how you eat by engaging your higher executive thinking brain and not making food decisions with your primal brain that is motivated by the motivational triad of seeking pleasure, avoiding pain and emotional discomfort, and expanding minimal effort and energy. And what I want you to know is that if you are planning and you're then moving forward and things aren't going as you would want them to be because you're not eating according to your plan, I want you to know that nothing has gone wrong. Absolutely nothing. You are doing everything right. The only problem is that you think there's a problem and that you don't know how to make use of the opportunity. So let's talk about these two things separately. The first problem is that you think there's a problem. And the second is that you aren't using the problem. Actually, let's not call it a problem. Let's call it insight. You aren't using the insight as an opportunity for you. When you think there's a problem, how do you feel? When you think, I messed up again, I can't do this. I haven't got enough willpower. I'll never be able to do what I want, it's too hard, how do you feel? When I think those things, I tend to feel either hopeless or daunted or frustrated or I really judge myself and I feel some shame. None of these are emotions that are going to help you do the things you want to do and eat in a way in which you want to be eating for you to be able to lose weight. So do you see that just by you thinking there's a problem, you're creating a problem? What if instead you believed that you weren't supposed to be sticking to your food plan all of the time, that you were supposed to allow your primal brain to tell you to eat things so that you could feel better? What if you thought that everything was going exactly as it was supposed to? You would be thinking, I'm doing this right, I can do this. You might even think I'm right on track with doing this work. Then how would you feel? Focused, hopeful, excited? so much easier for you to do things with those emotions fueling you. What I want you to know is that the reason you have a plan isn't just so that you eat what you planned, it's so that you have an opportunity to see the differences between how you want to eat when you are engaging your higher human brain, when that part of your brain is in charge, and how you want to eat when your lower primal brain is in charge. It's your primal brain that you use when you make decisions in the moment. Seeing the differences will help you see why you're overeating. Seeing the differences will help you understand your eating patterns and habits better. Awareness is always the first step of the journey towards permanent change. Now, my coaching programs are based on causal coaching methodology. Causal coaching is all about looking at the root cause of a problem. And by that, I mean looking at what's going on for you underneath the surface, underneath the diet. It's looking at the reasons why you are overeating it's looking at the reasons why you are eating for pleasure or avoiding pain and by pain in this context i mean emotional discomfort so why you're avoiding that emotional discomfort more than is healthy and useful for you it's looking at why you're choosing foods to help you feel better emotionally more than you are choosing foods to help you feel better physically why aren't you eating for fuel and nourishment And to understand the reasons why you're overeating, to be able to address your relationship with food at the root cause level, you'll want, in fact, you'll need these challenges, these obstacles, if you like, to come up for you. You need to be able to look at what's going on for you when you're not eating how you intended or planned to eat. And it's not that you're looking to discover some great secret, it's that you're looking to understand your unique thought feeling combination, your thought feelings patterns that precede you eating something your higher brain would rather you didn't. So the problem when you're thinking about not being on track is not because you just ate something, it's because of what you make it mean when you eat something you've not planned and that invariably is that something's gone wrong and that you've got to figure out how to resolve it. Instead of thinking, okay, interesting, I just ate whatever it was that you ate when I hadn't planned to. Now let's take a look at what's going on here. Let's figure out what this is all about. The problem is when you think that the day is good or bad, depending on how you ate, or that you did it right or wrong. There is no track to fall off, so there is nothing you need to get back to. You just take a step forward and move along, whether you've got a patch of bumpy ground, an uphill climb, or a motorway to move along. And shifting how you think about this from having a day or week that is on or off track, Going well or not going so well is going to help you avoid those feelings of frustration, self judgment, and disappointment that I mentioned earlier. When you are experiencing those emotions, when you have those negative feelings, those vibrations in your body, it's going to be more difficult to do the things that you want to do to take you forward on your weight loss journey. So, you want to shift out of those emotional states, out of these feelings, into ones that are going to serve you better. So, what you are doing, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be observing yourself. We can call it observing yourself failing, if you're comfortable with failing. But if the idea of failing doesn't feel good, then think of observing yourself learning. So whether you call it failing or learning, know that we learn by failing. It's through failing that we understand what's going on for us, that we see what tools we might need to help us to create a relationship with food that we want in order to overcome our overeating and to learn what tools we need and want to become skilled at so that we can use them in our life. Failing is a really positive thing, and I want you to be seeing each time you fail at eating, according to what you've planned, as a positive opportunity for you to uncover a little piece of the jigsaw puzzle of figuring out your relationship with food that has been the root cause of what's going on for you. Of course, that only works if you take the time to explore it. And that is so much easier to do when you don't have judgment of it. So let's think about some typical scenarios where, assuming you've got your food framework, you know how you want to be eating. You've got your plan for the week. And then typical things that may come up that mean you aren't eating according to how you've planned might be things like you just feeling down, you feeling as though you're having a difficult day, you feeling as though or thinking you can't cope and seeing food as the answer to that. So this is really about understanding how you are using food to either soothe away negative emotion or as an escape hatch for your life. For some people, food can soothe away emotional discomfort. It can enable people to sort of step away from their life temporarily to provide them with some relief. Other ways in which it may be coming up for you could be around thinking that you've not got time to prepare food That you haven't got time to have the healthy lunch or the dinner that you've planned. Or it could be that you're thinking you didn't eat exactly what you planned at lunchtime. So you may as well snack in the afternoon or have other things that you didn't plan for dinner, thinking that you would rather focus on the next day where you do it perfectly tomorrow. And this is sort of like perfectionist fantasy thinking, where we think that if we haven't done something like 100%. Then when it's not worth continuing with. We tell ourselves that the day is ruined, so we may as well just start again tomorrow. And we feel better at the prospect of being able to do it perfectly tomorrow, rather than face the prospect of continuing today when it's not going to be 100%. Rather than just allowing it to be okay that we didn't do it perfectly and carrying on eating how we planned the rest of the day, regardless. So I want you to consider that no matter what is going on for you, Having the opportunity to discover the reasons you're not eating according to how you planned is a really positive step forward on your journey. It's an opportunity for you to find and lay down more pieces of the jigsaw puzzle to create a picture of understanding that is your relationship with food and yourself. And this is so much more important and valuable than staying on track. This is the only way to learn everything that you want to be learning to create a lifetime, to create permanent change, to lose weight for the last time and yes it takes patience and persistence and it takes resilience but I also want you to consider that it's really interesting and empowering and as you discover all of these things about yourself you are going to be so much more aware of how you operate as a person you will have a greater awareness and understanding of your thought processes and how you handle your feelings and emotions and the other thing that I would really like you to know is that your relationship with food, what's going on for you here in terms of how you're eating, isn't just going to be about the number on the scale or your clothes size. Well, how you're showing up in your relationship with food will also be impacting you in terms of how you're showing up in other areas of your life as well. So there's going to be a huge amount of learning here as you create the relationship with food that you want that you will be able to take away and apply to other areas of life whether that is in your work life, your relationships or your spending habits, for example. Okay, that is what I have for you today. Have an amazing week and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me you can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life, Group Coaching Mastermind Intensive. Go to wwwthebestyoucoachforward forward slash coaching to find out all the details.